just lives a, down the street. Just like an Uber away if Uber existed back then, you know? Yeah, she just, commits, it's very convenient. She commits uh fucking treason, steals the files, and then takes yeah. it to he's supposed to be some master hacker, whatever happens to live just around the corner from the <laughs> Yeah. She's like, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go get a burger at uh, Burger King. You actually never fucking... see her get into a car, you actually only see her cross the street. So is he literally like across the street? <laughs> he could be. <laughs> She's like, Does anyone want something from In and Out? I'll be right back. Yeah. Just, just runs across the street. Well, no, in DC it would be like Seven Eleven or something else, like a quick. And then, check, I and think. then the other thing that bothers me is that it, it. I mean, these fucking people don't watch any movies. I even Mission Impossible. Who John Voight is in? But you know, as soon as you plug that fucking thing in, the computers are going to go like, ah, we got stolen files. Or as soon as you plug it in, they're going to be like, oh, I know where we can track it. You know, and so what happens? They plug the fucking thing in, and the FBI like shows up like. 30 seconds later. Right. Like he doesn't even mask the signal. Because like, (laughs) what kind of hacker are you? Like in every single hack, like even, even, even Felicity did that. (laughs) Exactly. I was like, he's just, he's the number one hacker. He's the number one hacker. He doesn't even mask his eye. He doesn't even have a VPN (laughs) blocker. That's how bad of a fucking hacker he is. He doesn't even have a VPN blocker. He downloads one song and he gets busted. Yeah. <laughs> He's the worst fucking hacker ever. Oh, He's shit. like that one dude I saw in a video online where he actually put his hand over his face to cover his face to rob a store. <laughs> <laughs> how you, I guess you never, you never saw that? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. No, it's fucking hilarious. He just walks in with his hand over his face. Oh yeah, that'll work. Oh my god! <laughs> but like he's holding the gun, right? But then when they go to hand him the money, he doesn't have any free hands to pick up the money. He did not think this through because he's got to do one or the other, right? He's got to let go of the gun to get the fucking money, money right. or he takes his hand off of hand his off face. Face. Either way, he's fucked. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, this guy just plugs it in. He's like, uh, I don't need a VPN. I don't. I don't need a. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? I mean, they're only like eighty dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he's a programmer, right, or a hacker. I mean, he could have made his own. Well, I don't know. Mm. I, I didn't get that. I was like, you, you got caught, you stupid shit. <laughs> You're the number one hacker. Good job. Yeah, he, um, he just plugged it right in, like he was loading up like Frogger or something. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's no oh, reason why Sam would be the one to help you. Oh, oh, this is this part was so stupid. I just remembered. So his roommate, he finds out that his roommate like oh, runs yeah. this like this uh, kind of offshoot news site or whatever. It's dedicated and, and, to the it's dedicated to the Transformers. Yeah, and he's a total techie and all that stuff. Yet when they're in Egypt, and he's like using his fucking phone, and Sam is like, "What are you doing?" And smacks the phone. Like you need to tell me like. He, and then he goes, oh, they could track us? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, dude? You just said you're a techie, and you can't believe it that they're tracking your cell phone. You fucking moron. <laughs> Especially that you own a conspiracy theorist website. Yes. You don't think that the government is tracking your cell phone. Like when he said they're tracking you, he was like, what? That's unbelievable. Like, you yeah, but the idiot. fact that, again, he runs a conspiracy theorist website. 
and he doesn't believe in the conspiracy. Right. It's like I don't believe. But how or he's like, or he's shocked that there is a conspiracy. He's sho- he's shocked that they could that they could track his <clears throat> cell phone. Yeah, you know, but and, and, hiding uh, <laughs> hiding transforming alien robots is so much more fart like so much more believable. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh man! The, the thing is, is they go to they go to the one place that would be the first place I would look, which would be the Weasley's house. Like, <laughs> why? Like, yeah. what's a windmill gonna do? It's why don't you, you. you go into serious places like the actual Order of the Phoenix? <laughs> that thing, like that, that place has a um, booby that trap place, and shit. Right, and, and it has a um, it's it's hidden too. Yeah. So I don't. Why didn't they go there? I don't know. Oh, because of Snape, right? I I get. Well, I guess Snape would know where to go. That's true, right? Like, yeah. But, so they were probably, still, because because remember they don't know that Snape is actually good, right? But it's still, it's like, why are you going there? And then why are you having a big ass wedding in the middle of all this shit? That is the stupid. Because somebody even <laughs> says that they're like even Harry's like, what are we doing? Like this is stupid. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we need some good to come out of this bad. And I'm like, fuck this. Just go to the justice of the peace and get it to get it over with. Like, what You've the hell? You basically is- just herded all the cattle for the lion <laughs> yeah. in one fucking place. Threw all the fish in a barrel and say, here you go. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, oh, man. Um, yeah, George's ear gets shut off. Mad-Eye Moody dies. Like, Hagrid, or not Hagrid. Hagrid gets shot and, like, like falls over but because he, he's so big. But he wakes yeah. back up again. And they're like flying around London. I'm like, this doesn't, I don't know. I was like, this doesn't make any sense what's going on here. I actually fucking loved it. I loved Oh, it's super I fucking cool. Loved, I loved when he fought Voldemort and they connected wands like oh, mid air. Yeah, That's fucking amazing. <laughs> they docked wands. <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, and he has like cracks. It's all chafing. Docked wands. <laughs> My uh my wand's chafing. It's like cracking He's, shit. He was the Audi in the docking. He's <laughs> like, I need some bomb for my He's chafed like, wand. I don't have enough I don't have enough foreskin on my wand. <laughs> I need I need You're some aloe. It. I need some aloe for my wand. You're ripping it. <laughs> it looks like the bottom of a plastic bag now. <laughs> Like the fucking, it looks like a, it looks like a, like a grape fell out, like a, a orange fell through the plastic bag. That's right. what, that's what the end of it looks just fucking ripped to shreds. <laughs> oh man. Bring back his spirit and talk to him for a minute. Sorry, man. So my chewifying eyes ruined this whole death scene because when Harry starts digging the grave, I was like, that's not deep enough. Oh yeah. I, it's going to stick out like the chick from Jaws. I wrote that. <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucked up that the next day a dog digs him up and runs off with his bones. Uh, yeah. it, it was not deep enough at all. I wrote the same thing, and it's sand. It's not like it's like dirt. Yeah, I mean, he'll rocks. he'll be exposed in like a couple <laughs> like a couple of months. <laughs> the wind will blow it. <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking like you're gonna see Dobby's hand like you see that chick's hand and. and <laughs> in Jaws. There's a dog gnawing on it. And they're like, get away! Get away from Dobby! <laughs> He's just mangled and shit. Uh, he trips and falls and the resurrection stone comes out and like <laughs> brings him back to life. Only it's like Pet cemetery. <laughs> He's like, what have you done? 
<laughs> this is how you treated me. Yeah. Uh, but you, you remember, like, right before that, though, like, Crazy Luna, like, it's like, oh, it looks like he's sleeping now because, <laughs> like, she closes his eyes. Yeah, yeah. And she says really creepily, it looks like he's sleeping out here. <laughs> he gives her this look like, fuck you, you idiot. <laughs> like, he's dead. <laughs> he's not sleeping. Yeah. It's like, she's like Batman. <laughs> It would have been funny if she grabs his lips and moves it like, I'm sleeping. (laughs) Tommy is free. (laughs) I'm free, Harry Potter. And he's like, like, stop that. (laughs) You fucking dick. (laughs) You see her fingers come in and just like touching his mouth and just like, I'm okay, Harry. It's weekend and birdies. She's got him on strings and shit walking around. (laughs) No, Harry, he's still alive. Look, he's fine. <laughs> he's saying hello. <laughs> Go put him back in the ground, fucking Luna. He's your tracking sand everywhere. <laughs> she dug him up <laughs> just to play puppeteer with him. Yeah, she's such a bitch. Uh, she, yeah, but she's like, that's why they call her Lady Love Good. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> And, uh, and it made an instant superstar in Hugh Jackman. Yeah, who was not supposed to be in this movie. No, it was Doug Ray Scott, who was stuck doing Mission Impossible 2. Can you imagine that? He's like, how pissed he is. God damn yeah, it. I mean, just picture every single movie. I mean, I know this is they're two completely different people. But just for argument's sake, let's just say Doug Ray Scott goes along with this movie. It's not the Now same. you picture... Now, well, yeah, because you've had Wolverine for like, you know, 18 years, but, yeah. um, I mean, Hugh Jackman for 18 years, but just imagine that every single, not just the X-Men movies alone, but every single movie that Hugh Jackman did after this, like, that's Doug Ray Scott and Les Mis, not Hugh Jackman, right? <laughs> or, or, uh, what's that Christopher Nolan one with magic? Um, Prestige. Prestige, yeah. Right? That's a fucking ton of you know, dead Doug Gray Scott's well, in there instead of that's instead but of that's if, but that's it. That's if say like X Men was a hit and he got to be in those roles. Like yeah, that's a lot of like like speculation there. <laughs> no, I know, but I, I, that's what I mean. For argument's sake, let's yeah. just say he did the same exact role. So think about all the like that's not him in that circus movie. Either. I think. Well, I think he could have. Um, I think he could have pulled out prestige, but not the circus movie. Like, I don't, I don't think that's weird. I don't weird. think he has the, uh, well, I don't think he has the singing. I'm not sure if he has the singing chops or that. I don't know, but, but his, uh, his career kind of went in a completely different trajectory than Jackman's. I mean, he still did stuff, but it, not big stuff at all. No, I think after, the biggest thing he did after that was possible. like ever was after it? one of those like Disney movies, something like that. Or he did a TV show. I think that went nowhere and yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, wow. he is like the what the fuck was his name? Humperdinck, the the guy who uh, decided to go off, <laughs> who decided to go off on his own for American Idol after the first season. But Why Ryan Seacrest stayed. Oh, oh, was that his name, Humperdinck? Uh, something weird. It was some kind of weird name, some kind of weird last name. Yeah. But, you know, that's like the thing. Like he, he, he went off and did mission, like the version of Mission Impossible Two right, right. for TV shows, and Ryan right. Seacrest just stayed on American Idol, and that's well, that his was uh, 
that was DJ Caruso. Remember, he was on NYPD Blue for like a year, and he's like, I'm the best. Right, <laughs> and he right. went off and his career stalled, but then he finally got to CSI Miami. It just took a few years. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, he the biggest role he did after that to me was that Russell Crowe movie with Meg Ryan when they that had that brought, affair. That brought him back in a big, bad way, because I actually liked him in that movie a lot. Uh, but the movies he did on his own as a leading man were shit. And so yeah. his career, his career stalled big time. And then the Russell Crowe thing brought him back and he was on <laughs> CSI Miami for like 10 years. Now the guy's a gajillionaire. He can retire, you know? So the guy did, um, uh, his name was Brian Dunkel- Dunkelman. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it does, it is kind of like a Humperdinck kind of name. Yeah. yeah. See, he told you. <laughs> yeah. That name does not scream star. I'm sorry. Like, well, he, he went off and did his it. own, and then the first thing he did was this cartoon called Three South. I guess that was the only job he could get. Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's really I, weird. I regret my thing, decision. <laughs> and then the and then after Three South got canceled, he didn't do anything for another two years, and it was celebrity celebrity fit club. And he was, and he so, was fat. Or he was so the that, host. yeah. So like, I got to figure Doug Ray Scott is also kicking himself in the teeth, or has a secret like vendetta against Tom Cruise. Well, it's not his fault. Like he was under contract. Like he couldn't. He couldn't. I know. Leave, you know? I know. But it, that's because the shoot went over. That's I mean, why. Is it? Wait a minute. Did the same thing happen with with the with Mission Impossible Fallout? With wait, why did Henry Cavill have a mustache? I'm it was to a Mission that. Impossible. Oh, okay. So, goddamn it, Tom Cruise. Fuck. Um, <laughs> he had that well, fucking. Let's be honest. Like weird upper the, lip. The, <laughs> the the lip gate or mustache gate, whatever they were calling it, yeah. was not going to save that movie. That movie was fucking god <laughs> No, but and but the that... worst part of it is that sets the tone for the entire movie because it's I just know. his cell phone face with his shitty upper lip. Yeah, they should have just. Uh, they should have. Which, just by not, the way, they just took from Spider Man. They should have just not done anything. Yeah, yeah at I mean all. that opening is basically the opening <laughs> of Spider Man Homecoming. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But Spider Man Homecoming came out first and <coughs> made way more sense as to why a teenager would be using cell phone video. <laughs> you open your fucking, you know, hundred, two hundred million dollar movie with cell phone footage. Right, and it's not even like good. It's not like Incredibles no, or it's, something it's, like that. I don't even remember what he fucking said because I can <laughs> stop staring at his upper lip. It's like it's like in Austin Powers when he can't stop staring at the mole or at saying the mole, bully, yeah. <laughs> bully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's something you probably didn't know: Joss Whedon wrote uh, the worst line in X Men and the best line. Can you? Can you? The worst line has to be the frog line. That's it. You got it. I I knew you would get that one. But what do you the think? The best line would be, for me, I think, is like you're a dick. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I can't fucking. I can't. Yeah. I can't. You can't lose at trivia. God damn it. Um, yeah. Joss Whedon wrote both of those lines, and he yeah. claims he claims that Barry's delivery ruined the joke. But I, I was don't like, think so. but I was like, that wasn't funny. Like. You know, it should have been, I don't know, it should have been way cooler than that. I, I just don't know. Cause I remember I don't when know, it's the first time you see her shoot lightning. Yeah, and she says the line and, or, and then does the punchline right after that. And I was, mm-hmm. cause you're, when she says the line, you're like, oh, he's, you're fucked, you know? She's gonna and say some awesome. Yeah, then she says the punchline, you're like, okay. 
<laughs> like, do you know what happens when a car hits you? <laughs> you die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like something stupid, obvious. Yeah. Like, the same thing that uh, happens to everything else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it could have been anything. You know, she could have said anything. You know what yeah, happens when you better. chew your? You know what happens when you chew your food and swallow it? You know, it becomes it's shit. The same thing that happens to everyone else. <laughs> yeah, right. It, I mean, you could just that that punchline could be used for anything. Anything. Any you know what happens that, when you sharpen a pencil? It was her fault. The same thing, like every other pencil. <laughs> yeah. It was like. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's Barry's fault, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, again, like she, you know, she got knocked down the elevator shaft, and then all of a sudden you see lightning, and I'm like, oh fuck, she's gonna fly, and then she like floats out of the of the elevator, and then you know she's floating towards, and I was like, oh, this is fucking awesome, it's fucking storm, yeah, right? Because yeah. still, one of the coolest effects in the, in all of the X Men is when her eyes go white. They're, yep. that's fucking awesome, but. I was when she said the beginning part of that line. I'm like, oh, here it comes. Here comes a good one because like we just got treated to your dick, you know. I'm like, oh, finally, <laughs> Hale, you know, finally Storm's gonna say something cool, right? Nice. And oh my god, not only did she have like the worst fake accent ever, but oh, she when, got the worst line. Didn't they get line. rid of it? Didn't they get rid of her accent at some? Yeah, point? Yeah, like uh I think the next movie they did too. Yeah, Same thing with like <laughs> they waited two movies for. uh What's her uh, name? Oh, uh, yeah, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Wanda. Yeah, yeah Wanda. Uh, before <laughs> they change that, they're like, "It's just too distracting, man." Like, do what Scarlet. Yeah, between doing. your between your hands <laughs> and that awful accent, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. and they're both double distracted. I can't. I can't handle it. I don't. I. Uh, they're really bad. Yeah. <laughs> in the first two times you see him. Like, it's it's like almost like Jessica Alba bad when she was pushing her, like, force field. Oh, <laughs> like she yeah. Was like, she so... made, like, the, yeah, <laughs> that face that she makes, because you're like, no, there's no way Jessica Alba could ever be ugly, right? When right. she does, when she does the, like, force field push for, uh, Sue Storm, mm-hmm. the it equivalent looks... to me is when that, in that Seinfeld episode, when he's watching the chick, like, try and open the, uh, pickle jar. Oh, remember naked? All, yeah, and it's yeah. naked. And it's like, uh, <laughs> it's like uh, that's like yeah. um, that's like uh, you know putting a small turd under your nose. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> that like, was uh, me. That's the equivalent for this. That's <laughs> that's my equivalent. It's, it's like, so uh. Bad. uh What what attracted you to filmmaking? Oh my gosh! Wow, that's a uh, big question. It's a big it's one. A loaded one. It's funny because I started in documentary in college, and it was like just an extracurricular class. Um, where you could, I went to a very weird, tiny international school that was super project based. And like, I was like, oh yeah, that doc class would be fun. And then you spent, I don't know, most people who are going to be a filmmaker, they take like one class and that class takes over their entire existence. (laughs) And that was what happened. It was like, I just spent, and it was also in the days, I'm this is aging myself, but it was in the days when you had like a VHS camera and then you had two VCRs and the way you edited was you play a tape off of one VCR and then you press it record that. when the I six second before. like there was the six second you'd have to be like there's Just gonna be a right. lag. Yeah. Like did, did. anyways. So I uh totally fell in love. Made a documentary about the guy who ran the corner store around the corner from my house. And uh that was like the beginning of it. And then I sort of went and did all kinds of other jobs through my 20s that sort of kept that passion. And when I was 29... Which was like last year, two years ago. Yeah, yeah. just Something last like year. That. Well, yeah. no, I actually think, just so you guys know, like I'm 48 and um, I think... 46. It's kind of... One thing I love about 
my career is it's transformed a lot, and I feel like things that I did when I was young inform what I do now. And it's really, Absolutely. you know, like Loop is a super strong example of that. But um, yeah, it was really funny. So when I was 29, I was like doing nonprofit work and helping people with disabilities and uh, kids who were kind of just marginalized find jobs. And one of the big things I would do is like an interest inventory. Like, what do you love? What are you interested in? What did you always dream about? <laughs> like and that. like, I finally was like, oh, I think I need to do this on me now because I've kind of gotten to the end of like where I... I just wasn't learning that much anymore on that yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, wow, I really liked that documentary class. And then when I was 29, I switched over, did an internship, um, you know, again, worked all the time for a little while, and then switched over to being an assistant editor in documentary, and then went from doing, like, educational docs, to, came to Pixar to do their first, like, real documentary on... Um, finding Nemo, which yep. is called Making Nemo. Making Nemo. Yeah. FYI, my first credit, <laughs> assistant editor. <laughs> IMDb, what, what? Yeah. And that's kind of, I think that when I got here, uh, I, truth be told, I was like, I had never seen a Pixar movie. <laughs> <laughs> and they made me watch them all. They were like, well, you oh have to watch Lord. them all. Oh, my God. That's the best great. training video ever. ever. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, like, I remember yeah. having to watch, like, when you're in a, you got a crappy job, you have to watch, like, the OSHA video. Yeah. Like totally. Could you imagine starting a job? You're like, you have to watch all these movies. And you're like, okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm good with that. It was awesome. I actually had to watch them all for to find the uvula shots. Uh-huh. Which are turns out are not as prominent as most of the filmmakers remember. You know, when your you uvula is that thing that wiggles in the back yeah. of the throat. Yes. Yeah. So if someone's screaming and you see the uvula in the back like of the shit. throat, they wanted to cut like a reel of that all together. So, and I was like, there are where are the uvula shots? <laughs> they, keep they were all in like storyboards oh from my God. earlier oh. versions. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. It was you just sure, like a really weird. You sure okay. there weren't like uh, you know it was like a. a they were pranking you, and it was like oh, a, maybe so. hazing you. Leanne Critch, major <laughs> pranker. Yeah. No, he's not. It's like let's 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 <laughs> try to find let's try to find the most obscure thing for her to look for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to you. Pizza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, that was a long answer. <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah. That was great. Awesome. So, your favorite character all it's the time? Like, I feel so. <sighs> Bridget Jones. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> That's definitely I a first. I have to say, similarly, because it's the first time I saw a person who felt like me on the screen, where there's like this slightly chubby and very awkward and like, you know, sort of trying harder than she should to do than society thinks she should to just be what she wants to be. And I like, I remember I was like, oh my God. She's so. I'm so glad she's alive. Did you read the books or watch the movie or both? I watched the book. Well, first I watched the movie and then I read the books. Because I heard the books are very good. Yeah, I, and now I, I, oh, and Tina Fey. I have to say also, oh, like oh, yeah. Tina, you know, Thirty Rock. Oh, like oh, I, yeah. Liz she, Lemon. Liz yeah. Lemon. I feel yeah, very so connected to Liz Lemon. I love Liz Lemon. <laughs> yeah, she, I love that show. Her parents are so my parents, and it's just very weird. <laughs> Tina Fey's parents or no, Liz, Liz Lemon's parents? parents. Okay. The, the Lemons. The you got to get her to voice something. You got to get her to voice one of your uh, shorts. She's fantastic. Maybe someday. You never know. Okay. Um, okay. So, so Bridget Jones, uh, if she Sorry, was your yes. if she was your spouse, uh, what would you complain the most about her? Oh, 
that like she couldn't like get on the same diet with me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we'd have like we'd have to cook each separate other. meals because <laughs> she just seems like a person who eats ice cream all the time, all which the is time. I how I used to be, to be when I fell in love with her. But now I've grown up and I like to eat. <laughs> Salad and nice. <laughs> Before the ice cream. Yeah, Before. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Such a weird, sorry. Yeah. Like, I feel weird about my choice. So maybe you would have bonded over the ice cream early on, but then yes. it might have caused a falling out. Right. Like, I'm not sure we'd still <laughs> be married. Yeah. We might just be really great friends. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite TV show or, you know, something that you have to watch right now or that you keep up with all the time? Okay. I have to say, I keep saying this, but Pen15, have you guys seen... Yeah. No, I haven't seen yeah. that. Pen fifteen. Well, because yeah. when you see it on, it looks like penis. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, and that is the way it's the written. Point of it. on oh, right. <laughs> that is the point. But of I haven't seen it. I heard yeah. it's very good. I haven't seen it's it. It's amazing. I feel like you guys should see it because it's really beautiful. It's like this again. It's a little Bridget Jones. I really like fallible female characters who are like trying harder than they should. And she is in Pen fifteen. Mm-hmm. Maya Erskine is just like, and it's crazy. Like the the way that they pulled it together where these women who are in their 30s play 13 year olds against a 13 year old cast and you sort of in the beginning you're like what and then it just like folds into it and you know kind of like i have to say like they take on childhood it's much it's much more um, adultish (laughs) you know sexuality and right right but um they take on childhood from this great like they really get inside the skin of children and live inside like what it is to be 13 and write their stories from there. It's just like really amazing. What was the what was the main character's name again? Maya Erskine is the creator and the creator. Yeah, one of them. There's two creators, and I'm sorry, I feel like I should say both their names. Again. But what was the uh, what's the, the main character? Main character's, main character's, name? character's name. I remember. Let's yeah. just say her name's. It's Julie. not your favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like I don't. Like care. I would never forget Michael Knight for Kit. <laughs> I know. Is, is penis the main character? Yes. There we go. Although probably Game of Thrones came comes the closest oh, because yeah, their names yeah. are just so yeah. so I'm out there. Yeah. Well, and well, depending on what season, it's like which is the main character. All right, right exactly, true. exactly, That's exactly. True. I don't have so whoever the main character is of the show, what kind of uh, scrim- what kind of eggs do you think they would uh, like in the morning? Soft. Why? Because. I think because of the title, you'd want hard-boiled eggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <dump up. laughs> soft. I don't think anybody's ever said no, soft. Never it's said always soft. like over easy or, or mostly over scrambled. Medium. Oh. I scrambled, feel like yeah. soft-boiled eggs are like that weird. Like maybe she's. Like, I couldn't do it. I don't think a lot of people eat soft-boiled eggs. I used to really? eat them all the time. Remember in the eighties, it was always soft-boiled eggs and grapefruit and sugar. Yeah. Right. That was like. When did that go away? Like I feel like on rice. Like I like Eggman muffins. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much yeah. Well, actually on anything. And then yeah, like soft boiled I used to I make yeah, a I make a egg food. salad with soft boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well you gotta put soft boiled eggs in yeah. the next short. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll be like Oh my gosh. Oh, that was a shadow to us. That was us. We're in a Pixar. We're in a Pixar. (laughs) We did it. We quit. We're done. We won. There's no more. There's, we can't go any higher than this right now. Everything else is downhill. Right. I'm also, I was on, and on the animation end, I was way into, uh, Japanese anime, which is, so I love I love Robotech. I love Macross. Yeah. Uh, I love Thundercats. I love GI Joe. Oh, 
Um, Transformers. So, Those are all our GMs, man. Yeah, so, I mean, when you grow up in that, that the 80s and, and you see those cartoons, uh, I was I leaned way more towards that that stuff than I did Disney. Mm. So which is which is kind of funny um, <laughs> because like um, yeah, Little Mermaid eventually came out and I liked it, but I didn't think it was the best thing I ever saw. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like I would much rather watch Robotech than, <laughs> than that. But you know, I've learned to appreciate it. Now. Right, right. Yeah. Um. So what was your what was your first big break then? Like what what was the uh-huh. the thing that you're like okay now I'm kind of in this is what I want to do. Uh, comic book wise, my first break yeah. was in, when I I believe right out of Cal Arts I did uh, a comic book for Dark Horse Comics and that was it's called Scraps. It was one of it was a a short story for. Dark Horse Presents. Mm. And so that was, I thought it was a big deal because like, uh, oh, it's, <laughs> like, that's it was the first huge. time I ever got printed. And, and then, um, animation wise, it would probably be my internship at, or, or my hire at Disney. So, so. Wait, Bobby, you haven't even talked about Nickelodeon yet. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, we did. We, oh, yeah. we <laughs> talked a little bit. Right. I'm <laughs> trying to hold back my avatar <laughs> love. Yeah. Maybe yeah. after the I was show. Like, that's usually yeah. what he trots out. Like you know, yeah. right oh my, away. He, he, yeah. this all you know, the whole way down. He's just like, I wonder if I can talk about <laughs> yes. this. <laughs> <laughs> my four-year-old just bought all the uh, Avatar toys from like Walgreens, the exclusives. Oh, yeah. Or I got them. Oh, they're really, oh, they're yeah. sweet. There's two they're different so versions. Sweet. Like the, for some reason, the Walgreens exclusive has like Angry Face Ang. Oh, and cool. then the ones you can buy from like Entertainment Earth have like Smiley Face Ang. Oh. They do, which that. is the weird. Chase figure. That's what they call those. But she has all those figures, and she makes me play Avatar with them all the time she makes you yeah well, <laughs> he's proud Bob right now we're right now we're f- no, right now it's uh it's ang katara and zuko are the only three that are out and right. they're and they're usually fighting the sixth arm spider-man uh, poison yeah, yeah, ivy yeah yeah if i poison ivy and i have to get her more bad guys there you go <laughs> like how you combined like what was it star wars and frozen or something like that oh, yeah. <laughs> well my when i was, was up, my wearing sister, the frozen dress with the my sister was always playing with, like she-ra and stuff oh okay and then she was still playing with she-ra when i got into teenage mutant ninja turtles ah. so the teenage mutant ninja turtles would be fighting alongside she-ra <laughs> oh, that's, that's, cool. such, that's what a great i, I want to see that <laughs> yeah, that, really that is a good team up but you're welcome to come over and play avatar <laughs> Anytime sure. you want, she'll sure. be blown away when she says, "You know, that's the you know he worked on Avatar." And right. like, she'll probably call me a liar. <laughs> was there any? Well, I mean, actually, for Bobby too. Uh, was okay. there any? Well, was there like footage or any story ideas for for uh, Float that didn't make it to the final cut? Yeah, there were. Um, when I think uh, I came on to the project a little bit after Bobby had already started storyboarding, so he had this great idea. It was a really solid idea that, you know, st- stuck throughout production, but his early boards, there were some really challenging things in there, and really ambitious. Mm-hmm. You and- did a George Lucas thing. <laughs> and, a, and a Steve Jobs thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're and, like, you this know, doesn't exist, just make it. Yeah. <laughs> and with the, the budget we have for Spark Shorts, you know, part of the, the deal with Spark Shorts is that Pixar is allowing more filmmakers to create their stories and so we have a a smaller bucket of of weeks than we do for Mm. a big 
theatrical short like Bow or like Piper. So some of Bobby's early boards were like, we looked at them, we're like, I don't know, Bobby. I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a little bit too much. What she's talking about, there was a part in the, the, the short where uh, the the original concept was the dad, uh, the dad actually going through a depression. Right. Mm-hmm. The short, I kind of so. got that through the imagery, though. Yeah, yeah. But I thought maybe um, I'd be cool if the dad was sinking into the ground. And so then it like, was raining. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in the third act, the dad was actually, once he, like, got frustrated with his kid, he started sinking and sinking even more to the ground. And he was sinking Interesting. More, and then it was raining. And so... It was super dramatic. It was way dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, when I pitched it around, people were asking, so does the father have powers too? Is the father special? And I was like, no, that's not what I'm trying to say here. Right. Um, I'm trying to um, make the power a metaphor for being different. And and because uh, the, the story is basically about my son being right. on the autism spectrum. <clears throat> and I didn't want people to think that I was also on the <laughs> spectrum or I was also different. Right, right. I wanted it to be the story is about a, a, an ordinary father in this extraordinary situation. Mm. Right. So that's why that's why we had to cut it. I mean, that's why we cut it. it I mean, that helped me go like, okay, we don't need the sinking in the ground and we don't need the rain. So, but it, it was there, and yeah. We, is that the only thing? No, there was, there was a couple other things. Any, yeah. I mean, we, you know, through the process of making the short, uh, Bobby and I worked really closely with uh, our editorial team, especially Greg Amundsen, who was our editor, mm-hmm. just to really make sure we were crafting the story. Like, is that? Is that a bit funny? Why isn't it funny? What do we need to make it funny? And then, you know, is this part too long? Is this part too short? Do we really need this part? And we did have to make a couple of decisions based on our time and the and the resources we had. So right. there was another bit that Bobby really wanted to have in that we could have done, right. but we ended up cutting it so that we could, you know, make the quality of the overall short as good as we could. Right. But but you also changed the the race as well, though. I did. Yeah. You, I did. At first, it was they weren't it was Filipino. They were white. Yeah, right. there's white. a cover right there. Okay. Um, and I was you kept also, staring over there. I'm yeah, like, yeah. That looks different. So you could also see it. It's also on the. Um, the Spark Shorts Extras. Yeah. I don't know if okay. you saw it. I, yeah. The image is there, so if the people are listening to this, in it. And uh, the characters, I originally saw them as white. Um, because I I guess my unconscious bias was thinking that mm. oh, people just want to see white characters. And um, it wasn't until I talked to a worker, co-worker here, and she convinced me um, by saying, this is your story. Why not? Yeah. Or it took that she said, she said, this is your story, and how's your son going to feel when he looks up and he sees it's not a Filipino yeah, that's guy? Because if it was me, it was just like, uh, I don't You're care. You're like, whatever. I yeah. don't care. But like, it was like, how's, how's your son Alex going to feel? And I was like, uh, okay, that hit me. Yeah, I wanted yeah. my son not to think that his father was embarrassed. Or ashamed in any way. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to know that I love him. I think he's of worth. I think he's a superhero. I think he could be a superhero. And I think a Filipino boy could be a superhero. So I was like, okay, from this point on, they're going to be Filipino American. 
That's awesome. There was no pushback at all, though, right? No, no. which was awesome. Right. That's were, so great. And I think the opposite. You know, people were really excited actually right. to do that because Pixar had never featured Filipino American characters, right. you know, as the main the main character. I mean, I thought it was awesome when I saw Bao in the theaters. Yeah. For yeah, you know, oh Chinese yeah, we were people. like I could, and I think Wind as well, right? Mm-hmm. Wind Wind has uh, yeah. Is there ever established Korean? Korean. 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 Yeah. yeah, I mean, the director's <clears throat> Edwin is Korean, and yeah. Yeah, I have Voltron, and I, if you counted Mass, that would be four because oh their stuff transforms. Yeah, you really like really... transforming things. <laughs> it's, I guess, the Asian in me, robots and cars and shit like, transforming. <laughs> like that's awesome. Fast and the Furious. I mean, oh, yeah, that's I even... a robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be that. Yeah. Then I then you'd hook me back again, like yeah. to see you know like Dom working out and like he does the thing the same thing that the mighty Morphin power rangers do <laughs> could you imagine tom doing that and then like hear him saying it's Morphin. listen As, like, i would root. not put it past fast and the furious because they've already gotten ridiculous i mean the only thing i haven't done yeah. is gone to space you know <laughs> but like imagine the red ranger's face right but it's got a little bit of dom in it <laughs> but his mouth still doesn't move <laughs> Oh my god. And he's like and he's like I am Groot. Yeah. He's like it's morphin time and that's all he says. That's all he says. And he does it from his couch, <laughs> his cell phone. <laughs> Fuck. It's like a big dom like controlling one of the me- <laughs> swords. It's fucked up. Could you imagine dom sitting in the cockpit of one of those swords. <laughs> Are carrying oh, around God. that gigantic like thing that they held in their hands. He's like, I'm gonna get you a quarter of a mile at a time. <laughs> like <laughs> it's what? Morphin time. <laughs> it's quarter of a mile morphin time. <laughs> what? What's he wrong with you? Forms <laughs> into the car that he always drives. <laughs> yeah, Toretto's like, car. Yeah, yeah, and it's everybody's like in a giant dinosaur and like you know fighter jet plane, <laughs> and he's still in his little <laughs> fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> One of them transforms into like you know, like the black, the black lion, like just gigantic and shit. And Tom's like and just, just driving along. You see like this little dot just driving next to the like <laughs> next well, to the lion that's running it's really gonna fast. T- it's gonna take him a little while to get there. So yeah, <laughs> we'll, see, every, we'll see you there. Every step the black lion takes, he just sits down and waits for the car to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say one more thing. It was really cool on my parents. Like a few years ago, uh, they were so excited to have us over for Christmas. And I, I couldn't figure out why. Because I'm just like, it's just a normal Christmas or whatever. But they were so excited. And then when they finally got to me and, and my um, my president or whatever, they all just sat around me and shit. And I was like, what the fuck? It, like, is this a... Like, I think at the time there was like iPod touches and shit. I'm like, is this iPod touch? Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> why are they so excited, you know? And so I open it and it's like this old, like, like, uh, uh, it was like a Darth Vader case, you know, with, uh, oh, with you the, put whole, all the, you could put the figures in it. Yeah. I opened it up and had a bunch of old vintage figures in there. And then I was like, what the hell is this? And then, and then I just, it, I just kept opening more and more presents of all this stuff. It was old stuff. And I was like, what is this? And then they handed me this card. And I opened up the Christmas card, and inside was a list I made when I was a little kid. And they, oh my god, they kept it, and then they went and found the shit. All these years later, I couldn't believe it, dude. Awesome. Yeah, I, I so, oh god, I was like, I, 
I was so like emotional and, and at the same time I was like fuck why didn't I think of that because like I could totally like I don't have any of those things for my kids you know um, that I could keep 20 years from now and do that yeah but, yeah but it was fucking awesome um, that's so cool yeah so one of these days I don't know I'll trick them I'll do something like that it'd be kind of cool of course, by then everything's like a thousand dollars. I'm like, fuck that! <laughs> you're not getting, <laughs> you're not getting it. <laughs> yeah, this is not the same as toys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not buying you an Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I was thinking Maserati. Yeah, for an Xbox One, cheap fuck. <laughs> Twenty years later, yeah, they don't even manufacture it anymore. Yeah, there's like no customer support for them anymore. <laughs> no games. They're like, what the yeah. fuck? Th- what am I going to do with this, Dad? <laughs> the only way you can get games is garage, like <laughs> garage sales. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or estate sales. Exactly. They're all scratched and shit. <laughs> GameStop's been gone for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's going to be downloadable. a fucking expensive-ass car. You were thinking about, like, a $30 gaming console. <laughs> Cheap fuck. <laughs> yep, that's me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so the first actual note, I thought it was the relationship. It's actually the dead old guy is the first note I have. The dead um, old guy. Yeah, in the beginning of the movie, oh! it's his birthday. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. <laughs> I was, you know, but you know, again, look at it, looking at it here. I'm like, why would you fucking put him here? <laughs> he died on the way there, and he's like, "Well, I mean, oh if well. you wanted, if you wanted, if you didn't want anybody to, you know, be upset, you could have just said he's running really late. He wanted us to get started." Yeah, you know, just, something just, like that. But you fucking brought a dead guy into a bar. <laughs> I mean, your place should be shut down. It's so funny because they're like, kiss, kiss his cheeks, girls. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, God. It must no. have been ice cold. Yeah, I mean, that was Dude, awful. <laughs> I, not- this time around, you know, it's still kind of funny. But now looking at it again like this, I'm thinking you're how the why the fuck would. In what world would you bring a dead guy into your own bar and, and you know and put him out there for everybody to see? <laughs> right under the sign that says "Happy Birthday." Oh my God! You could have just is... put him in the corner and said, and you know, put a blanket over him and said, "He's sleeping. He's really tired." <laughs> He's sleepy. That's another Ian's yeah. joke, right? Uh, just like Commando. But he fucking puts him out front and <laughs> they come into the bar and there he is. It's the first thing you see. <laughs> That reminds me. We got to review Commando, man. We got to do our own sorts because I love Commando. <laughs> he's like, he's like, this so ridiculous. Don't bother him. He's really tired. <laughs> no, that's right. no, he says he's dead tired. He's dead tired. <laughs> Only Arnold could get away with a line. Oh like my that. god, we have to. Uh, we There's gotta... so many. There's so many. He's like, hey, Bennett, or something like that. <laughs> Remember when I told you I was going to kill you last? I, I lied. lied. <laughs> Just lets him go. <laughs> well, yeah, he gets in the car, and she's like, she's like, what happened to him? He's like, I let him go. <laughs> yeah, shit like that. It's fuck. Oh, oh my god. Fuck, uh, I love it. Okay. Right, anyway, back to this movie. <laughs> but yeah, the dead old guy. Like, <laughs> why would you do that? I mean, seriously, the the local government would shut your place down. Yeah. Once word got out that you brought a dead body <laughs> into the front of the restaurant, you imagine and just the, left them there. If that happened now, you like write like a Yelp review. <laughs> They're like, "Don't go <laughs> yeah. there." <laughs> it, it, that shit would have gone viral. It like, would. Seriously, it would have. 
he would have videotaped him. It's like, look at this guy. He's dead. Maybe in the remake, they like, you know, go Facebook Live. <laughs> <laughs> you know, by, and then they, they, they find out on Facebook Live where everybody's watching it that they were kissing a dead guy. He just slumps over and falls down to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit. But his ass like is still sticking up in the air like he's still sitting down. Because <laughs> yeah. he's gone stiff. He's rigor mortis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Oh my god. That's funny. Oh, that's one of the dumbest things ever. It's almost <laughs> it's almost as dumb as Chevy Chase leaving the dead Ann on the on the oh, front porch. <laughs> or the back that's porch. Right. <laughs> on vacation. Oh my god. Oh, he tied her up on the car. Oh, I mean, I God. almost would have believed every other thing in this movie, but that one scene, <laughs> where they, like, nobody would fucking do that. And she's like, she's, the wife is a little, she's pissed, but she's not as pissed as she should be if this happened in real life. Oh, right. You know? The yeah. one that I came up with, or not came up with, the one that I saw in one of these, which was, I think, a either Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings uh, fan page. It was Dumbledore versus Gandalf. Yeah. And we're talking a... movie version. <laughs> okay. Well, um, okay, so if I were to if I were to put money down, I would have to say Dumbledore because that battle that he has with Voldemort is so fucking awesome. Yeah. And the battle, the battle that Gandalf has with Saruman looked like two old geriatrics. Like it still <laughs> reminds me of each other around of, of the ending of Willow when the two old Willow. ladies are throwing each other like that yeah. kind of like that kind of action. That's what it was. Yeah. was you know, like Gandalf like being flipped upside down and just moving like it was like a Lionel Richie music yeah. video or something. <laughs> it was really boring. But yeah, it was boring, that, but not the but, sna- not the uh, not the oh uh, God, Voldemort no. and Dumbledore one. Holy no. shit, that was so badass! Uh, I've I've watched that. I, sometimes I'll when I watch that movie, I'll just rewind that scene over and over again because it's yeah. so fucking awesome. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I put my money on Dumbledore. Um, based on yeah, based on the movie, Gandalf really doesn't do shit. Yeah, he fights that. Was it called a Balrog or something like that, or whatever it's yeah, called? Yeah, like, yeah. But it, but I he doesn't like really. Dumbledore I mean, would have just, you know, put a force field around it and just kicked it off the ledge, <laughs> suffocated it in the bubble. Like um, not once did Gandalf try like a uh, when they were camping out and shit. There's no invisibility uh, uh, spell that he does. Remember, they're all like fighting and they're practice oh, fighting. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, even fucking Hermione does that in Deathly Hallows Part One. Right, and she's only a kid, right? Yeah, but Gandalf, he, the all-powerful white wizard or gray wizard at this point, he can't do an invisibility protection spell. It's not that <laughs> he, good. He fights the Balrog with a sword too, and I'm like, well, that's brave, but you got magic. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like you're in Gauntlet uh, and you take them. You, you're in Gauntlet, you take the mage, and you just start hitting people with your stick instead of using magic. <laughs> it's completely pointless. Yeah, it's like, Everybody's fucking pissed at you because you're like, throw the fucking healing spell. <laughs> you're just, just like wandering you're just around, hacking away, rocks. just giving everybody like splinters from your fucking staff. Sword is you're too heavy chopping, for you. You're just chopping wood. There's no way. <laughs> you're that blind guy in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights when he's fighting. He's just really fighting that pillar. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you're like, over right, here, asshole. <laughs>
Yeah. Why doesn't somebody like create a suit that is just made out of like uh like a, a bug spray poison or something? <laughs> and then fight ant, okay. like and then fight them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. then the ants wouldn't be a factor, right? What if you like well, just <laughs> just go to Walmart and get one of those like bug bombs and you just fucking chuck it at them? <laughs> You, I can just see you wearing that suit with the sticky shit on it, so the ants just stick to it. They're I like, got fly oh! traps. I got fly traps wrapped All around over my your fist, body. like just a no, just on my fist, like a boxer, oh, like in uh, like a blood sport. Not blood sport. <laughs> What's the other one? The one with Jean Claude, yeah. The kickboxer. He rolls it, yeah. When he yeah. rolls it in glass, glass, I just have fucking, I just have fucking fly, <laughs> sticky fly traps. He just reminded me of uh, the parody of that with Charlie Sheen, where he oh, rubs it like in, like he, <laughs> he rubs it like M and M's and <laughs> Oreo cookies and shit. Uh. They go into this village, and the whole premise of the story, and this is where it says by chance, that they just so happen to survive that thousand-foot fall in a fucking inflatable boat, and then they end up in this village that just so happens to get fucked over while their magical stone gets taken away. Right. And, like, the world's, you know, best archaeologist just happens to show up at your village. And, yeah, they say Shiva, like, brought him in there, but whatever. Right. Like, really, you ask Shiva for help? You ask Shiva for, like, two white people and an Asian kid? To help you, that's what you wished for. And it how the worked. fuck do you know English? It worked. You look, uh, yeah. How the fuck do you know English? There's well, a lot of there's the, there's a kid in the you know where they're slave working or whatever. Yeah. Uh, when they have them as like slaves to to move rocks, like <laughs> why would you use kids? I don't know. They're they weak. can't lift more than like twenty or thirty pounds, right? <laughs> Hired guys more like the big guy that you got. They're like, they're um, like we're going through kids like cockcakes. <laughs> yeah, something's wrong for some reason. I uh, I had an opportunity last year uh, to visit the set of The Mandalorian season one. A friend oh. of mine, Deb- Deborah Chow, is a director uh, on yeah. that. And she's an old friend of mine. And uh, wait, you know Deborah Chow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very funny because I knew Deb back in the day. When we were both, I was starting off as an actor and she was, um, uh, an administrator she, uh, at uh, the factory theater in Toronto. And so this was before, this is just after I graduated from university, wanted to be an actor. She wanted to be a filmmaker and we just found ourselves working at the same place. And, um, she asked me, she said, you want to be an actor, right? After the short film, do you want to be in it? I said, yeah, absolutely. So for a day, we shot this her short film and I was um, like a, a private detective like a gumshoe with a trench coat and a fedora and I was nice. going through Chinatown and we were just shooting footage it was all MOS there's no dialogue and then she disappeared and I didn't see Deb for 25 years and in 2018 <laughs> no I shit you're not 2018 wow. I'm in Los Angeles for the first time ever with the cast of Kim's Convenience and we got invited to uh, the Coriam uh, Unforgettable Gala and it's it's a gala that's in Los Angeles that celebrate Asians in the media, and you know Kim's had just dropped on Netflix. It had made a big impact, and so we got invited. And so we're there. I've never been in LA before. It's in Beverly Hills at the um, the Beverly Hills, like where they have the the daytime. Uh, they host a lot of award shows. I think the Golden Globes are hosted there too. It's yeah, just multicultural. Yeah. And Deb jumps in front of me, and she said, "Do you remember who I am?" I was like, Deb, of course I know who you are. Like, where have you been? What are you doing? So we're catching up. 
And she said, thank you know, congratulations on all your success with Kim's Convenience. I, I wanted to get in touch with you because um, Dave Filoni uh, is who I'm working. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm cutting up. I, I said, what are you doing? What are you doing in town? And, and she oh said, oh, you know, God. she became a director. I said, oh, that's fantastic. And she said, so you're, remember that short film that you were in? I said, yeah, that short film got her into Columbia University in New York. What? She went to Columbia, learned to be a filmmaker, and then started working uh, as a director. And then oh. she built her career. And I said, so what are you doing in Los Angeles? Right? She says, oh, I'm working on The Mandalorian. I almost died. I said, are you shitting me? The, you're you're working on it? I'll yeah. be in an alien. I'll be in an <laughs> alien costume. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I was really happy. And she said, and that's why I want to talk to you because Dave Filoni, who is one of the executive producers and he's said, you know who he is? He's like, yes, I know who Dave Filoni is. Um, he's a big fan of yours because he, they, they're fans of Kim's convenience. Oh my God. And I was like, you're shitting me. Oh she's like, yeah. <laughs> he's trying to, you know, he's, 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 he's trying to write something for you. And what? I was like, you're kidding. like I was dying. I said so. I, I grabbed her arm and I said, "You do realize I have like 16 Star Wars costumes at home." She's like, "What?" So I, I show her my cosplay, <laughs> and it's like you know the Tie Fighter pilot, the Imperial officer, the X-wing pilot, um, and she's like, "Oh, these are fantastic! Can I can send them to me? I'll send them to Dave." So she texts them to Dave, and he texts right back. Says he just show up in his costume. It'd be great. And so it was, she said, "What are you doing tomorrow?" Do you want to come visit the set? I was like, I'm flying back to Toronto tomorrow. I can't. So she said, come back and we'll, we'll set it up for you. I was like, absolutely. So I came back three weeks later and uh, got that set visit and I I almost died. What would Appa choose if he had to choose one form of transportation? And this is Appa, your character. Kit, Airwolf, or Streethawk? Okay. Uh... I don't, I don't know what any of that is. Uh, I don't have a, I don't, I don't want to ride on a kid. And, uh, street hawkers sound like, uh, too high. And, uh, what's the other one? Airwolf. Airwolf. Whoa, airwolf. Like a wolf that can fly. <laughs> I don't like a dog, but a wolf not to bite me. I can hold on to and he can ride it, pull me all around. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't think that was going to happen. I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought you were going to answer it, like just answer it. And I was like, "Oh my god, he's actually doing it." That was not a that was not a way to get you to do the character. <laughs> not trying to watch that kind of a show. Huh? Yeah, Paul understand it would be a big. Oh, uh, I love the part in the show where you say Netflix and chill. Yeah, and Oma knows it, but yeah. Alfred doesn't know it. Yeah. And he tells I forget the character's name. The uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like. Yeah. I don't want to Netflix and chill with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, right. it, he, it makes sense to him. It's like, oh, Netflix and the chill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a real yeah. <laughs> <laughs> value. Um. You have the flamethrower. I think it's Ellie. Like Abby ends up having like seven weapons. Right? <laughs> yeah. She can carry three or four rifle type looking like that kind of length on her shoulders along with two or three pistols. I think, Oh yeah. wait, you get the shotgun, you yep. got the rifle, you get yep. the silence, uh, silencer rifle. Uh, you got the six shooter, you got the 
the regular handgun. Flamethrower. I think there's a machine right, gun at the end. But machine yeah. guns, I think Ellie, though. But yeah, yeah, that's not just Ellie. But you can carry the flamethrower, the shotgun, and the fucking rifle, and a gun. All that, no problem, right? But six bullets or two extra bullets? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, and you can't you can't switch weapons quickly unless you, you get can't the, increase the you can't you can't even increase your capacity for your backpack. Like there's yeah. nothing like in I think in um was it was Well it in Tomb Red Raider? Dead in Red Dead you can. You know, you upgrade your satchel eventually. That's right. You can carry um, certain certain things. But you have too. to hunt you have to hunt, you know, animals and, and create like this is a, that's what I liked about Red Dead is that you can create your own clothes and shoes and all that shit or belts I think or Tomb Raider you could also get like an extra thing to carry something like you could carry more weapons that's like possible you get, a, you get like a bag or something that you can carry more ammo it's cause in, in Tomb Raider you get multiple cartridges you can yeah yeah so but in that's this possible. one I can <laughs> in this one I can only carry what 16 fucking bullets in my gun yeah. and that's it nothing else yeah I, there's so many times i went through the game and i was like i you know i'd find i had to i left so much shit behind yeah <laughs> like, i know it was ridiculous i'm like, like I, I can only carry three plastic bottles <clears throat> i'd have a whole armory by the by the end of the game my entire backpack would have been heavier than the guns <laughs> I would yeah. have had so much ammo. I would have been like fucking yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando on the beach. Yeah, with all that shit. <laughs> You're like, I would have, I would have been selling ammo <laughs> with a rocket launcher strapped around my so shoulder. Much, I make so much money. Yeah, <laughs> trading for food and stuff. <laughs> I would like, not give up, you know, some of the visual effects in Willow. No, I mean some of those effects not. don't hold up, but they were state of the art back then. Yeah, was like imagine if well. they imagine if they took yeah the the stop go motion monster out of there and they put like a digital one in there. I'd be like, fuck this. Yeah, yeah it, it would look just, too shiny. Stupid. Yeah. Or they put a digital octopus in Goonies. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Sloth is like digital. <laughs> <laughs> His eye moves more realistic. Yeah, You're like I don't like this. It's just a guy that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like some parts like are they didn't do a good job like uh some of the scenes where like Sloth is moving really fast his head kind of shifts and you see two heads shifts. just it like wiggles. in um just like in X-Men Origins when Wolverine's claws were like oh, lifted yeah. off of his hands a little bit they're not even attached to his hand yeah yeah or and then he like you see Cuts like them together they, to make that noise, but it looks so they, ridiculous. So, like, uh, we need to digitally put more Baby Ruth chocolate on his mouth. It's <laughs> like, this is not realistic. We need, to, we need to digitize a breath here that shows that it stinks. <laughs> because Chunk is not portraying it that like, as gross like as we'd like it. How do we make him look like he smells like fish hats? Come How on. do we <laughs> intensify the rolls on Chunk when he does the truffle shuffle? <laughs> <laughs> they digitize the truffle shuffle. Uh, He's got, they add like more, more rules to him. Like just to, <laughs> they do the exact opposite instead of instead of like making him skinnier, like in oh, all the movies, God. you know, like they Captain America and Spider Man. They make him like way fatter. <laughs> I gotta just remember him fucking being that shit fat. all over that movie. <laughs> They had no, in scenes where like Data knows like Kung Fu and shit. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> the fuck are you doing? Indiana Jones shows up. Yeah. <laughs> you see him in the Thanos cowards. shows up because James Brolin's in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this uh system that it's kind of like the last of us for hearing right uh, and that's you know oh, that's yeah. what this has too right but the problem with this is that the touch you 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 activate it by pressing down on the touchpad yep the other problem with it though is that if you swipe up swipe left swipe right or swipe down it's different commands for your guy to do uh right. for for Jin to do right yep so early on in the game I wasn't careful with this because so, I wasn't used to the scheme yet. And I went into that listening mode and I see this like, you know, two or three guys are on patrol coming towards me. So I'm in those like white, you know, tall grass or whatever that you can oh, hide yeah, in. Yeah. So I go to press it again so I could see like what kind of armor they have on and shit like that or if they had any armor at all. And I accidentally saw the wife top. So I just peek up out of fucking like. Hi. Yeah. And they saw me. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. You want to go to lunch? Like I just, but the problem is, is that you can't stop doing what you're doing. So if you, I accidentally did bow, right? So I fucking, <laughs> so I stood up and fucking bowed like right in front of these guys that were just standing like oh patrolling and I just popped up out of the grass and bowed to them <laughs> <laughs> That's because, so stupid. because I was fucking facing them right because again I wanted to take the hearing thing off so I could see what they were wearing and I fucking stand up and bow to them <laughs> and I'm like alright I guess I'm I guess I'm doing this <laughs> so mad so I walk up to it and I'm like, I'm just going to fucking, you know, kill this dog with one hit of my katana. It's going to be over like I did last time. Right. Yeah. So as I get closer, I'm like, damn, this is a fucking big dog. <laughs> it was the fucking bear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, fight bears. the first time I was introduced to the bear was when he was grabbing me and swinging me around because <laughs> I thought it was a fucking dog. You felt like you were in The Revenant with Leonardo DiCaprio. Dude, right. I was like, the f- uh, yeah, because <laughs> it killed me. It did kill me. I kept trying to run away, but I couldn't. No, the thing's fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's really freaking fast. Dude, it's it, was, like, it was um, fucking rough. I mean, I, I kind of treated the game almost like Red Dead in that when I was running, I'd whistle for that fucking horse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of the horse, dude, uh, it's a good thing you you don't have to be like in Red Dead where you can actually kill your horse oh, because yeah. there are so many times in this game where I didn't know that it was about to be like a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking drove him off of it. Like, if it's too high, he just won't go. But right. if it's just high enough, his dumbass thinks he can make it too. <laughs> but I don't know that off. there's nothing there. Yeah. So anyway, remember like in the beginning of the game, I forget the name I gave him, but... He's always like rubbing the horse and he's like, oh, you know, one day we're going to, you know, take a, take a long walk or whatever. You know what I mean? Or a nice peaceful drive, a nice peaceful ride or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, and then the the horse dies and then he gets this like brown piece of shit horse. (laughs) I kept, and I kept imagining like, because remember every time you got on the horse, he said something, it was repetitive, but it was always something sweet about the horse right like it's the one thing he actually right. cared about he was always like oh you're the best nobody could replace you right and then i'm thinking 
<laughs> he gets this brown horse and he's like, nobody fucking likes you. He's like, the first chance I fucking get, I'm going to sell you for fucking hamburger meat and glue. Well, don't you do that, though, and get like a really nice... Because I got a nice horse. No. I called it it no... Yeah, I got a white horse and I called it... I don't remember what it called. It doesn't fucking matter. But (laughs) basically, Yuna in the game actually says, well, if you're going to go out in my country, you need a better horse than that. Calls it a piece of shit, actually. (laughs) And just fuck it. The, The game designers actually designed a horse... That was just meant to be tossed away. That's right. It was. I do remember. It was that. so fucking funny. Like I just kept imagining like Jin just saying fucked up shit to him, like the exact opposite of what you say to your first horse. He's like, like oh, he's like, oh, we're gonna take a nice ride one day. I'm gonna fucking shoot you in the face. <laughs> he's like Steve Martin in the jerk. He calls it shithead. Come on, yeah. shithead. <laughs> Let's go. Um, like Gotham Knights can't be that far off from the Arkham series, right? The only shitty thing is that like it's back in Gotham again, right? Every right. single fucking game you've been in Gotham, every game, yeah. And you're like, how do you not know the city by now? Like I fucking, I've been in four games in this. I've only done it four times in the span of thirty hours, <laughs> and I know where like, everything is. You imagine it'd be like a Daredevil game. You're just fighting in Hell's Kitchen. It's like three blocks, <laughs> <laughs> like a real one. <laughs> you're like, oh, it's behind that dumpster again. <laughs> yeah, you just like you just throw your uh, stick up and just hurl yourself up to the next right. building over. They're like Daredevil, you're not that They're impressive. You memorize three. Blocks. They don't even need walkie talkies. They can just yell to each other. <laughs> you memorize three blocks, Daredevil. That's nothing to shoot home yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> but because it's so small, they have to be like really specific of where he is. Yeah. You know, like most most of those shit. They're like, well, where is he? He's like, well, they're. You know, if you go down here, he's about a quarter mile or a kilometer, whatever the hell, you know, military yeah. term they want to use. Yeah. But in this one, they're like, Two well, blocks. turn left, go up four flights. He's in three, <laughs> you know, he's in <laughs> D4. <laughs> like really specific, right? Because right. how far could they possibly run if it's still in the real hell's kitchen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the, like, imagine if the Flash only like looked after hell's kitchen. Well, if if it and was then, a TV like, series, he'd be like, "Oh, he got away. He got I away lost again. him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I lost him. <laughs> got away." It would have taken it would have taken him like ten seconds to. I run mean, I can actually each. see him. He got away, but I can actually see him out the window riding the elevator. Yeah, <laughs> in the other building, <laughs> like he's so fast, he can check every single apartment building in seconds, and in and out of yeah. people's houses. House Kitchen so. is like the most guarded <laughs> four blocks in all the world. <laughs> And uh, he's having these like monologues. Yeah. I'm picturing you doing this and saying, oh man, I wonder if I hit this mark like in slow motion (laughs) as you're in this dangerous role. That's just crazy to think that while you're doing that. Well, I think the first hit, um, when I first landed on the, on the, it was actually the corner of the driver's side edge of the windshield where I hit first. And it was a, Obviously a pretty hard hit. It's a car accident. And I'm cinched in with all my belts and I've got a roll cage in there. But my, I think my initial thought was like, wow, that was a hard hit. These, uh, these effects guys made a good roll cage because it, if that, you know, really, really, really opened my eyes to a regular car accident and what would have happened to me if I had not even going 70 or 80 that you might be going on a freeway sometime. If I had landed on the front corner of my, you know, windshield like that, I would have been pretty rough so i did have that first thought of like oh good roll cage and then oh i gotta hope i'm not hit my mark <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy because 
I've watched that scene to uh, prepare for the, you know, I've watched the trailer a few times to prepare for the show and thinking about and just watching that particular scene, I'm like, oh my God, she must be going crazy in there. And then hearing what you're saying now as this like almost calm demeanor of like, oh man, I hope I, I hit my mark. It's just crazy because it's such a violent role. It's just so odd as a person who doesn't work in <laughs> to hear that and see what you're doing. Um, yeah, I guess it's just that is the mindset I always have when I go to work. Is like, obviously we prepare, make everything safe. If I'm not if I'm not comfortable with doing something or I think it's unsafe, I won't do it. So once I know that we've done as many rehearsals as possible and that I'm going to do this thing, my mind goes from okay, we've prepped properly. So now all I care about is making sure that one, they get the shot they want, and two, I do it right away in case they don't give me the opportunity to get the shot I want. So, you know, you know sometimes. It's fine, it's fine. Whereas I would look at it and go, that wasn't the best I can do. So generally, my biggest issue that I have is that I want to be prepped and ready and get the exact shot I want on the first take so that I know if we move on, you know, I'm not wishing we had gotten something else. Right, right. So it's, it's kind of the mindset I always have anyway. So just I, start, I guess I just clicked into that. I know, but it, it might be difficult for you to get yourself out of like stunt woman. But as a civilian who doesn't work in the, like, do stunts for a living, it's just... It's a really odd thing just watching that car flip so violently and all you care about thinking is, I hope I get the shot. <laughs> Whereas I would think, I hope she's okay. You know? Like, well, you know what? If you think about it this way, I meant to do that. Like going into the day, right, right. I was hoping to do something like that. I was hoping to slide my car, hit a button and flip the car at least once. I, so I was really hoping that that would happen so it's a little different when you planned it like Talladega Nights it's a movie but like had he flipped his car a bunch he's it's a different thought process like he didn't mean to I meant to do it so maybe that helps a little bit in terms of like why I wasn't like oh my car is flipping it's like yes okay make sure you get your mark <laughs> good we're flipping that's what I wanted <laughs> I mean because at that point you have no control once you flip right you're just at the mercy of gravity and, and what you did beforehand right yeah, I mean, it, you you lock yourself in pretty deep in that seat. So as much as you're flopping around and everything, um, you know, you're happy to have like if the seat had come loose or something. You have, a, you have, a, you have a neck harness too, right? Something yeah, like. well, I had a neck like a neck protector, and I had a helmet on, and I had a like a five or seven point harness like cinching me in. I had a fire suit on. I mean, I even had links um, on my arms to keep them like together by the you know by the steering wheel so that my arms didn't wow. flop out of the window when you're flipping that can be really bad <laughs> oh, wow if a window breaks and your hand flops out and the car flips i mean that's bad wow that's, so you know that's a lot of i never thought about the hand thing i never thought about that um so when you got out of it did you get a big cheer from the crowd i mean from the crew yeah you know actually um you you can't see it in the film but i have a you have a video of that whole thing up until the end where they get me out. And once again, Chris Palermo, one of my amazing, one of the best drivers in the world, but amazing, amazing guy, um, was on the team that day and he came in with his fire extinguisher. He broke the passenger window with, you know, something and looked in at me. He's like, you good? I'm like, yeah. And he, he just sat there and he goes, you know what? I'm not going to pull you out yet. Just like take a minute and enjoy this because you just nailed that. And it was kind of a really cool moment because I landed and I was like, I'm good. Did we get it? Like, ah, how are we doing? And he's like, you're good. You got it. You should just sit here for a sec because you really, you know, you actually did it. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a violent, awesome looking role. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, I have, uh, mystery men. <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> it's like, um, that movie came out like what, uh, 1999 or 98, somewhere around there. Yeah. And, um, I remember, uh, watching that in the theaters and I, again, it's one of these movies where y- you either really like it or you don't. And it's, it's super silly and it's like a satire on, uh, the super, like, uh, uh superheroes so or whatever. It's so fucking hilarious. Though. Yeah, it is, it is really <laughs> funny. And if you go back and watch it, like, it's even funnier now to me. Like, it really makes me laugh. Um, but, uh, just some of the, the, the just crazy sequences of these these misfits. I mean, they, you know, they, it's funny. What's amazing? Kill, is, yeah, they yeah. Kill the main superhero. Like Greg Kinnear plays kind of this like asshole-ish. He, he like, basically plays a, a PG High, version of Home Highlander. Highlander. I know. Homelander. 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 Yeah, yeah. He does. He does, and they fucking kill him. <laughs> Inadvertently yeah. kill him. If you don't know so, anything about this movie, well, actually, we're spoiling the shit out of these movies, and they're hidden gems. Anyway, kinda, kinda. We're not really okay. Too so, much about it. so we're trying not to spoil it too much. The premise of this movie is that these guys are superheroes. They they think they're superheroes. They want to be superheroes, but they have the worst fucking superhero powers ever. Like Ben Stiller, <laughs> he just gets mad. Right, and it's all he just gets really mad, Mister Fu- Furious. <laughs> yeah. Then there's another guy. I think that's uh, Hank Azaria. He throws like utensils, right, like spoons the, the, and shit. The blue, ma- the blue, is it the Maharaja or something? Uh, something like that. But I don't know why he throws like forks and spoons and shit. I don't. I don't either. Then uh, Janine Garofalo's in it, and sh- is she the one with the bowling ball? She's the bowler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she can actually dead. do some damage. Yeah. And then there's this. I forget the black dude's name. But his superpower, he's the only one that actually has a superpower. <laughs> but it's I'm not so gonna, I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm not gonna spoil it, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but I will say this. It's fucking hilarious when it first ha- when it finally, when finally something happens. Yeah. Um, then so. You have, uh, let's see, William H. Macy's the shoveler. He just shovels real well. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like the guy at Suicide Squad who just climbs really well. Yeah. Um, and then you have, uh, of course, PB Herman. You have Paul Rubens, uh, and I forget what his name is, but he he basically farts like like it'll he'll clear a room. It's that bad. Like people <laughs> like knock out and shit, and he can aim it's, it and shit. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So ridiculous. Dude, did but you ever see this one Mad TV skit where this guy um, he could fart different scents? No. Like, it's fuck, it's, I think, I'm pretty sure it's Mad TV. It's so ridiculous. He shows up at this like party or like a, a, a dinner party. And it's just uh-huh. like maybe just the two, the two couples. And, um, they ask him to do this and he's like, you could see that they've asked him to do it like a thousand times. <laughs> Cause he's like getting annoyed. Right. And I, I want to say there's three couples now. <laughs> and cause he's like, show him, show him, show him. And the other couple's like, uh, no, that's, that's fucking disgusting. There's no way I'm sniffing this guy's fart, right? Yeah, yeah. And he fucking does it, and he's like, oh my god, it smells like strawberries. <laughs> right? And he makes like all these fucking scents. It's so fucking hilarious. <laughs> that's re- there's, there's another one on Saturday Night Live where it's like if you have really bad gas, you, um, put this thing, like, basically it's a speaker with like this prong and you stick it in your butt and so when you fart it actually has like affirmations and shit comes out of it but the, <laughs> but the thing is is when it does 
it sounds like a really bad speaking spell, like a really bad robotic voice. Like, like, how are you doing? Like, hello. Like, it's really, it's so, like he's at a job interview and he, and he farts and it's like, how are you doing, sir? <laughs> and, the, and the guy's like, very well. <laughs> Actually, thank you. <laughs> it's stupid. so stupid. Yeah. That's the other but, thing I love about this is that so when, even when she solves, when he finds out like that, that there's that great scene at the end where he's going through all this stuff about how he solved it. And it's completely different of how she solves it. Yep. He's more of just sit there and think she's like, I'm going to go find it. Right. Yeah, that's how, yeah. that's the two differences because how he figures it out. It's just right there in the newspaper and he just keeps thinking and thinking and thinking through it. She is like, fuck that. I'm smart. I'm going to go out there and get it or find yeah. it instead of just sitting back. So she, he's, his way is a little bit slower than hers. And I well, love the part. Less dangerous. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. Um, oh, but he looks still like Superman in that fucking suit. Oh, I God, mean, I he, he I, I mean, it, it fits him. It fits him, but he's fucking gigantic. <laughs> this is the first time I actually looked at it from those guys' point of view, not Indiana's point of view. Mm hmm. And I'm thinking they have a legal right to be there. That's their cave. They were looking for it, right? Right. So who the fuck is Indiana Jones to come in and steal their shit? Like, I remember watching this movie. I remember watching this movie. You know, I actually saw it. I didn't see it in the theaters. I saw it on VHS, so probably years after I saw it. But um, I remember thinking, wow, those guys are dicks. It does belong in a museum, right? And then I'm looking at it as an adult. As an adult, you're like an attorney now. You're like they have no. Yeah, legal now right I'm to like, that. what the hell? You stole it from them, right? You know, I'd be pissed too. You're like some, citing all this. Like, imagine, precedent. imagine you're fucking. You know, imagine their lives are an Indiana Jones movie, right? Like, mm -hmm. and that was like picture Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? And you get to the you get to the Ark, and you're there with the Nazis. The Nazis are about to take it, and then some fucking asshole from the mountains just comes in and takes it. And everybody's like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> right? That's basically that's what's happening here. Like, because that guy, I don't, you know, it, it was, it's pretty obvious, but he he just takes that guy's entire style, right? Like his the leather jacket, the 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 pants, the shoes, the whip, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so he takes all of that, even like the little, the man purse he takes from him too. Yep. Um, but, uh, but again, it's, you, you imagine all that hard work you do to finally get to the treasure and some fucking punk kid steals it. <laughs> Could you funny. imagine if that's how Superman dies? Like, you know, he's, he's sitting, taking a shit. And Lex Luthor finds out that he's Superman and he a kryptonite alters. suppository. <laughs> he kryptonites. He kryptonites. He puts kryptonite dust into the bidet. Oh, God. <laughs> and shoots like My kryptonite asshole. water right into his asshole. <laughs> and he can't do anything about it because now it's in his bloodstream. He's it's like, oh, he's his asshole there. absorbed all the kryptonite. <laughs> Oh God! It's like walking in on Elvis being dead on the toilet. You just see Superman right like his, his, his asshole is just like all ankles. green. It's like he's bent over and his asshole, his ass cheeks, just like looks like it looks like, like his asshole just threw up like, like ecto cooler, like Shrek's asshole. <laughs> this looks like a, it's all like veiny and shit. It's like oh God, it's all green and veiny. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Help me! <laughs> like, ah, uh, dude, I can't. I have. There's no preparation. He's like, suck H. the poison <laughs> out. <laughs> suck the kryptonite out. <laughs> there is no preparation H that's gonna fix that shit, man. You're There's no way I'm putting my mouth on your dirty asshole filled with kryptonite. I'll just make uh, arrangements for your statue now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> quick water up his ass. Quick, quick, eat, eat McDonald's or drink some Dr Pepper, like something. <laughs> drink oh some Drano. <laughs> He's gonna have to like <laughs> douche his asshole with like bleach or something. <laughs> It just high concentrates at acid to burn high out the concentration. High concentrated like sunlight. Acid. Oh, just man. like pure hydraulic acid just to like burn the kryptonite off he's his like, asshole. He's like he's like laying down on his stomach and they're just just picking it out little shards because it crystallizes so they're just they have him like out. in a reverse like uh stirrups. <laughs> His knees up to his chest. He's, he's like on a he's like on a sex swing. He's just got his legs up in the air. <laughs> you, you will tell no and one. The, or and I there's will a guy. You. There's a guy in like a hazmat suit. <laughs> that's like a shield made out of like adamantium. So just in case he like farts, he doesn't fucking blow his head off. Lead. Yeah. Uh, well, lead's not going to stop a massive a giant fart. Uh, <laughs> he just Superman. As soon as he's healed, just kills everybody. He's like I'm not. I don't want like, this getting out. <laughs> like he 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 accidentally. The doctor like accidentally tickles his taint and makes him like <laughs> shit. But he power shits and like shoots shit through his body like a bullet oh or like my a God. or like a giant brown log like wooden log. <laughs> Just shoots out the back. It's like, oh, oh my god! He's like, he's like, you're all dead. This is not getting out in the press. <laughs> I'm just gonna burn this whole. Place I'm sorry. Down. I'm gonna burn it all down. Blame it on Lex. Oh god! <laughs> Bidet with crystal. <laughs> Kryptonite. Kryptonite. <laughs> oh man. Anything oh, is God. better than Jago Fett and the Worms, man. <laughs> Anything is like better than that. <laughs> that kind of bugged me about this film a little bit now that I watched it. I'm like, well, how many, like, these kids never age and they're always there. They're always getting kicked out. People start disappearing. It's like, like, start putting two and two together, people. I mean, they're driving motorcycles on the beach and, and then driving out to the middle of nowhere and disappearing and they're coming back every night. And people, more and more people are disappearing. It's like, come on. Like, you can't and the, figure and out. They, and, the, and the guy who owns a video store never ages either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, wait a minute. This is, this is like it's Wait a minute. Point. He's, he's owned this store for at least 40 years and he yeah. looked, he looked 30 when he showed up and bought it. Like, and he, he's not, he he's sold, not Asian, uh, so he can't look this good, this old. He sold records and eight tracks and now, and then he sold VHS. <laughs> right. Like, now, now, now he's like, you got digital downloads and they're like, fuck, he's, this guy's well, like. Now he's, uh, he's got those, he's, he goes as far back as the crank record player. Right. <laughs> Photograph and, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this guy never ages. Like, holy shit. 
would, like you would think like I don't know that movie Twilight kind of explained like they have to get up and leave every now and then because people start getting suspicious and shit. You right. know, when you they, the kids have gone through high school like a thousand times. <laughs> Um, Could you imagine that though? Like that, just think about that for a second. That every time you have to move, you gotta fucking go back to high school. Oh god, I would hate it. As the new kid. I would hate that so much. I'd be like, this is such a waste of time. Eight hours a day. Oh god, I've done this like so many times. I'm like, can't we just like move out into the middle of nowhere, like on an island, and just live there? Yeah. Like, I'd rather do that and go to high school. We have enough money. Why don't we just hire people to make like, you know, a, a fortress or something or a, a mansion out on, like, some deserted island because they're I'd filthy rather, rich. I'd rather pay someone every couple of years to make me look older with, like, like prosthetics and shit. I, would, I don't want to, like, keep going back to high school. You play your own kid. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you gotta get I want to. Like, this is doubtfire. This is doubtfire this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. So they basically get the porkins of security guards <laughs> oh to play this guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. And right away, you could just tell, like, he's he's dead. There's no way he's going well, to survive this. Right away, you tell it's the 80s because there's no remote control for your car to turn, to, like, <laughs> to turn the alarm off. Well, you know, he didn't even try in. his keys. He didn't even try, like, <laughs> figure this. <laughs> he just started grabbing his doorknob. He's, I'm like, what? Without, you need a key for that, buddy. <laughs> and then the whole time, he couldn't get it open. But when the vampire grabbed him, all of a sudden, he got super strength to hold onto the door that it tore off. <laughs> yeah, that didn't make any sense either. Because you would have figured he would have let go. But, uh, yeah. Let go or like tore his like <laughs> leg out of his socket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would have been good. Right. You know, and Anakin just killed him out of vengeance. Yeah, but, but dude, he's but, like, he's like a baby Homelander. <laughs> dude, he does not give a shit. No. He's he baby tried to Homelander. eat them at every turn he got. <laughs> yeah. Even I with mean, the- they. With the ship crashed. He's he like, fucking okay, I can go first. get these eggs. <laughs> <laughs> he did the equivalent of like what Louis C.K. said when you get off a fucking plane and the first, your first thought is going to a Cinnabon. Cinnabon. <laughs> he, he gets into a crash landing. The hull has a giant fucking hole in it. And he's, his first thought is, I'm going to eat those eggs. <laughs> Everyone's knocked out, but me. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to see how much time I got. That little it, fucker. Like when he, when they first started, his the, that that giant container looked like a, a you know a boba tea with all the fucking boba on the inside. <laughs> now it's only got like half of it. He's like one big boba tea. It's like a bank to t- back to tank full of boba tea. He's yeah, like, he's got like a giant straw. He's, he's got like a giant just, boba straw. I'm surprised he wasn't like fucking just drooling. He's like, oh. Now I'm just picturing Baby Yoda with like a straw, a boba straw, sticking it into the side of this thing. Like, because you know when you get boba, you have to puncture the... You have um, to puncture it, yeah. Yeah, like he's just puncturing the top of it with a straw. So when you were reading the lines, did you realize how like, oh my God, this is is a really big speaking role? Yeah, it was... And it's a fun role too, because um, I remember beforehand, I didn't know what it was and I was kind of... You know, I asked my agent to ask. I said, "Can you can you can you dig around and find out what it is? Because uh, I'm just curious. I'd, I'd love to know." And uh, it got back to her that, "Oh well, actually, John and Dave they like to tell the actors personally what the role is about." And I thought, oh, nice. That's super classy. That's even cooler. 
yeah. And so I thought, okay, that's that's really neat. Um, and uh, but they didn't tell me that he was going to call. Uh, and so I missed Favreau's first call because <laughs> I was eating KFC. Yeah, my phone, my phone is on silent. My hands are greasy. Now, it's not a, it's not like I was sitting there naked rubbing it over my body or anything. He <laughs> had just ordered it and I was doling it out to the fat. Like, you know, it's, you take it out of the bucket and you put it on the plates. Oh, right. yeah. There's a bit of class involved. But, uh, I, I just sort of glanced at my phone and I thought, missed call. I'm like, missed call. What is that? And it was just like, oh shit, it's from Los Angeles. Oh shit. So I listened to it and it's John Favreau on my voicemail. It's like, yeah, I guess we missed you somehow. Uh, want to talk to you? You know, we're excited to talk to you about your role. I'm like, fuck. And I turned to my wife and said, I missed John Favreau's call because we're eating chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, call him back, you idiot. That's how it happened. Yeah. yeah, I called back and it was like, uh, yeah, so that's when they just, they described, uh, the Captain Carson Teva, uh, or Teva. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. I'm all in. That's really, really cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that was uh, like a tremendously, I mean, when John Favreau calls you, that's a cool story. But when you miss you his phone, because you're eating fried chicken, <laughs> that just puts it up there to the legendary status, right? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's KFC too, which is even funnier because I don't really eat KFC, but like, I'll, I'll eat like Popeyes and yeah. around where I live in Sacramento, um, we have a lot of like, uh, good, uh, multicultural foods. Yeah. So like there's like Korean fried chicken here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, Korean fried chicken so good. But the fact that you're Korean and you're eating KFC and not <laughs> Korean fried chicken. <laughs> That's exotic for us. That's exotic for us. <laughs> for me, KFC is uh it's horrible, I know. But it's one of my it's a my guilty pleasure. Yeah. 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 You know it's terrible. But there's something about that greasiness that just is, you know, you once in a while. It just tastes so good. It yeah. tastes so good when it touches your lips. <laughs> you know, like you're crying while you're eating it because you know you're killing yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's, 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 one, that's, that's awesome. Do you guys have White Castle in Canada? No. No. Oh, okay. No White Castle, no In N Out Burger, no Shake Shack. Oh. It's, it's you need In N Out. Yeah, In N Out's good. Uh, In and out, oh man, uh, Andrew Fung, who plays Kimchi on the show, we have this huge debate because I'm a Shake Shack guy and he loves In and Out. And In and Out's big in the West Coast. And mm-hmm. when I first went to uh, Los Angeles, everybody's In and Out, In and Out, we got to try In and Out. And there's a huge lineup. And I thought, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> I, I have to say, <laughs> I was a little bit underwhelmed. I guess it was. Yeah, yeah. And it's different from In and Out. In and Out's a smash burger. Right, fried in its own fat. I mean, I like KFC, so that tells you what my palate is like. And, <laughs> you know, uh, In and Out's like classy McDonald's, like a really, really high end. <laughs> yeah. so, I'm loving all about In and Out. I was like, nah. And we have these, we, we have these great sort of conversations where I look at him and go, really? You really think that's good, huh? Like he loved the Whopper. He loved. Oh, I love the Whopper too. Yeah, and, and then he will. He craves it, and he'll go. And for me, the Whoppers, it's good, but it's not like I don't get cravings for it. Like I don't go crazy. Yeah, anymore. yeah. Because everybody's like, Burger King, really? You want to go there? And it's that, it's that really interesting because we're such close friends, but it really, it kind of feels like East Coast, West Coast. Crips in the blood. Yeah, well, that's what it feels like, right? 
So it's fun that way. It's really fun. But in and out, and I remember when I went to when I was out again to shoot Mando, um, I was on Eastern time and I was starving, and I had to get uh, a social uh, a social secure social insurance social security number. Because working in the states, and they got me my paperwork, but I needed to get a social security number, and I, I went out to this place, and I I got you know put in the application and stuff. And I was starving, and I hadn't had anything to eat because where I was staying, there weren't there wasn't anything around, and there was an In and Out Burger place that was supposed to open at eleven. It was ten thirty. I thought oh, I gotta gotta wait, but they opened early, so I thought okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go for it. Fresh. In and out. Yeah, fresh. No one, they were open early. No one is in line. First one to ever order. You know, it's going to be right off the grill, fresh. And so I ordered extra because I thought, okay, I'm going to give it a good, good go. And I posted it on Instagram and it went nuts. People lost their minds because they, A, it was an in and out burger that was empty. (laughs) (laughs) And B, where are you? That's my neighborhood. And people started to freak out. And stuff, and I immediately regretted posting it because then I thought, "Oh shit, people are going to ask me why I'm here, and I yeah. can't talk about that." And so the little bit of panic sort of set in there uh, about that, and that's you know that you don't want to screw it up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm the guy that got fired Mandalorian because I couldn't keep my mouth shut eating at an In and Out Burger. Imagine if you got fired. No, that. that <laughs> In and out. Oh my god! That would have been you would have been the first ever fired off Star Wars for eating at fast food. (laughs) I got the gig eating KFC. I lost the gig eating In and Out. Yeah, that would have been amazing. That would have been an amazing story too. Dude, you gotta uh, stop. You gotta stop going to fast food places. These places are ruining your career. I know. First Bob, bro. <laughs> For KFC. Answer your damn I know. I know. Beerberg's going to call you. You're going to be too busy eating White Castle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had a spider in my hands. I couldn't grab the spider. <laughs> you're going to be an ET, too. <laughs> and then you missed out because you're eating onion rings from Burger King. Oh, man. Done. 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 <laughs>